The year is 2000. The Israeli Broadcast Authority decides to send four brave and open-minded youngsters as their representatives to Stockholm, Sweden. Never before had a promotion video for Eurovision included gay kisses and never had any lyrics alluded to masturbation with a cucumber. How come Israel as a country changed its opinion about their representatives and later wanted to ban them from competing? Was it all a provocation or did they actually have a very important message to the world? I am Emil Lofström. This is Eurovision Legends. Yalla Balagan! from ping pong Shalom. can i call you the brain behind ping pong i don't think there is one brain we were too smart too many brains you know this is a israeli problem everybody is a general and there is no privates the four people of the bands are very intellectuals so i don't take responsibility as the brain we are four stupid people <laughs> <laughs> and in the group then we talk about the redhead yifat giladi the topless guy asif yes and the blonde bombshell Ahal Eden with the shortest skirt that the Eurovision stage has ever yes. seen. You can say that uh, they saw her kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty-two or eighty-three songs was sent into Israel Broadcasting Authority, and Sameach was one of them. And I know that the jury members said that your song was the best of a big bunch of bad ones. <laughs> I think the the song that we sent before it was a sketch, you know. So I think it, the the first sketch was without uh, the C part, which I think it's the best part of this song. <laughs> the most musical part like in ABBA style C part is also the one that put us in trouble you know because we were talking about politics there I think most of more of the, most of the songs that were better in the bad songs were very conventional and before uh, Dana International uh, won so they s- decided that okay the bizarre thing they want something that is very special and bizarre so let's take this weird thing better than to take to take like a conventional song but it was a mistake of course because we lose <laughs> i remember when they interviewed the people after the, they chose us they explained it they wanted something uh, that is more special i read somewhere that you send the worst song you had the other songs, if you know, the the album were much more musical, and uh, we choose not the worst song that we had. I li- I'm very proud in the C part, uh, but we we sent a song that it was less than three minutes. This is one of the reasons we sent it, you know. Send something that is uh, short so we can uh, use it. And I think Mar Israel, we saw this thing to send this, but it was four minutes, you know. And I think it was like sketch that that we did and sent something and said, okay, we will send it. 
there is no chance, you know, like you make a, make a lottery. And then it was like a joke that they uh, choose us, you know. Funny that you weird. mention uh, Mal Israel because that's my favorite song on the album. And we will talk about the album. But first, you made big headlines over Eurovision sites really early. And they yes. came when you released the music video for the song. Yes. Yes. And for those who haven't seen this, you sing with cucumbers. Uh, you wear a kefille, which in Sweden we call a Palestinian scarf. We have some gay kisses. You're waving with Syrian flags in it. And it all begins with Gayasif blowing his nose. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about this music video. After the Eurovision, people said that we are like we cheated everybody and put uh, flags of Israel in Syria. This was a big issue, but we did it in the video that was broadcasted in the channel. You know, so what? There was no difference, you know. And also the kids was in the in the video, so all the things that were they were very angry, they were broadcasted before. So why to make a big uh, scandal about it? Mostly you are one time, so we want to give all the information. So we wanted to, you know, to have kind of a gesture to the gay community. Uh, because uh, in Israel, the most the people that like Eurovision are mostly gays. And uh, religious people also like it, you know. So you, we wanted to, to, to show something that is very progressive. So we did this case. And we wanted to show uh, a piece that we like peace because we live in Israel and started to write this song. There were a lot of uh, talking about peace between Israeli and Syria. Something that if it was happen, all the history will change. Maybe As Assad will, would have been different. All the world could have been different. No Al-Qaeda, no uh, Daesh, you know, if it was peace between Israel and Syria in that time, you know, and they were fighting on only some kilometers. So it was... All the history can be very different. Gurka, yeah. the Swedish. Can Gurka? Yeah. Yes, I think it. Uh, the Swedish really liked it, but in Israel, I think uh, uh, I talked it told it before. Like that, uh, Eurovision is serve uh, something different. Like it serve like kind of revenge uh, after the Holocaust or something on the Europe. So, so it should be very serious and about survival. You know, songs. A lot of songs. In the Eurovision, is about survival, like Chai or Four for Chaza. Like I'm alive, you know, things like that. And Kanoladity, you know. patriotic so we wanted to do something uh, a bit different so i think we'll give all this information about peace a gay culture and humor and sex for me as a 14th year old you are heroes we go to the lyrics of sameach and it explains about a girl in a kibbutz that is depressed yeah. because her love is in damascus yes it's a love between uh be between a girl from a kibbutz ahal is from a kibbutz by the way yeah very close to to syria And uh, a guy from uh, uh, Syria, very Tinder. I think we were before Tinder. It's something very special because th nowadays you can have a love stories between countries by Tinder. <laughs> we should sue them. <laughs> I read from the lyrics here. I need a cucumber. Very good. You said it very good. Lovely. Why does she need a cucumber? 
it's very Freudian, you know, to talk about cucumber, you know, it's like, uh, it's about sex, you know, so uh, I will ignore mamash be boom, it's like I finish in a boom, it's also, ignore is finish and come, in Hebrew it's the same, very sexual, you know. Yeah, uh, because in, in later in the lyrics, she sang, Ani rotsa la'asot et soito kol ayom, which means I want to do it with him all day. Yes, so she wants to do sex all day, you know. It was 2000, it was uh, another time. But the headlines didn't stop there, because when in Sweden you decided to wave with Syrian flags on the stage, and first all was good, but what happened? They behaved to us like kids, they they didn't want us to do it, you know. They uh, said that they will sue us, they show up any strengths they do that we won't do it. And they said that you will go back to Israel, you know, it's like a trip that the manager of the school said, okay, we are going back to home, you know, but we knew that they won't cancel the first song in the Eurovision. It's such scandal. So we keep fighting about doing what we believe. And in the end, uh, we did what we believe. It was without IBA logo. This is what the sanction. Oh no, people don't. Nobody understand that, you know, just to show that they are aware against what we did. We are not representing IBA. Exactly. And I know you get to the Assyrian Association instead yeah. of the Syrians. How yes, could this happen? Who sent you to, to the Assyrians Association instead of the Syrians? I don't remember who did it, but it was a very funny thing because also Assyrians, you know, they really suffered. Yeah. Under Saddam Hussein, so it was, uh, and the Daesh, you know, so anyway, ISIS, so it's like, it was a scandal, you know, I, <laughs> that we wanted to go to uh, the Syrian and we went to the Assyrian minority. Uh, I think it's make it more like a Spinal Tap style, a funny mistake. But I also believe, you know, uh, people think that mistakes are bad. I think always that mistakes are more interesting. I'm very happy that we did it. The prime minister in 2000 in Israel was Ehud Barak. What did he say about this? I think he did nothing. He said nothing about it. But the left didn't like us also. Uh, We were too weird for the left even. They didn't say like, it wasn't like between the right really think it's embarrassed, you know, in the center that we were crazy. And the left understood that we are not popular, so he just was quiet and didn't want to take responsibility to this. So it's weird because El Barak should have been left and we were talking about peace with Syria, which it said that it tried to do. But people didn't, I think most of the people even didn't understand that we were pro-peace, you know, they just think that we are like crazy people that want to make people angry, but it was the opposite. I understand that, but maybe that's... I think Swedish understood us, because, um, but Israelis didn't understand us. I take responsibility for that, you know, but, so I'm very pro-Swedish. <laughs> Let's talk about Swedish press, because the Swedish press, they wrote about you every day. Aftonbladet or Dan Svenska Dagblad, no? Something like that? Yeah, that's true. Also Expressen, there was Expressen or something like that. Yes, you have very good memory. And I will say three big headlines here. The first one is that you would sing in Arabic. (laughs) We understood that if you will shout it, we were really singing that we will win. You know, it's like we wanted to win. It's people think that we wanted to fail, but we were such idiots that we thought we'd to win in Arabic. But in the end, uh, 
we did uh, be happy. Maybe this was a mistake, you know. If if we lose, it's better to lose in Hebrew than to lose in English, you know. And I have that you said that you are more sexy than Gaddafi. Yes. <laughs> and I also it's... have that you accused the Swedish artist Roger Pontar. Uh, 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 yes, that was. A, that was. A, I'm sorry to say that uh, I saw we were smoking, thinking that he was smoking dope, but this is very traditional smoking, and we just put him in trouble, which is also very. This is something that I really was sorry because we didn't know this thing. He was. He was very nice guy, also. Something that we rem- I just remember the smell that was very special. You know, people remember smell more than other things. It was interesting smoke. It, it was much later. A girl, a woman that was in the uh, Swedish uh, uh, Big Brother. She was very nice. She came to Israel and interviewed me, and then I told the thing, and then I called him. I think also wrote him an email that I'm sorry. Yeah, the gr- the girl you talk about, uh, her name is uh, Carolina Jinning. Yes. But can we say that? Ping pong had more press conferences than rehearsals. We came like from a punk attitude, so we like to say that thing, we do things very easily. I really believe in not much rehearsals, but we did too much rehearsals, I think. But also, uh, I think I, I much prefer uh, press conferences, you know, than rehearsals, because people also have, uh, you choose uh, what you wear to the press conference. Nobody thinks what you wear for uh, rehearsals, so it means something, you know. Did you have any favorites from the other countries in Stockholm? I think I liked the Macedonian song. And the German song, although the singer was an asshole, uh, Stefan Rath. The song was nice. I like disco, so it was very popish. I think in, the, in our time there were many, many nice songs. Uh, why was Stefan Rath an asshole? It just it wasn't like it wasn't. We were like funny, and we have jokes with him, and he was a very serious guy. I didn't like you so much. Other people were more nice, you know. I think everybody thought that Stefan Raab and the girl from Netherlands will win. Yeah. They also put a lot, of, uh, a lot of money on the girl from Netherlands. You should know what uh, was, what was the, the place of Netherlands that that year? He was what? 13. 13. She was a favorite. She got a, very, a big budget. I understand. She was, but she was also nice, you know. But uh, but she was very stressed more than the others. No goodbye. In 2000, I was 14 years old, as I told you before, and was an extreme hardcore fan of ping pong. And through a CD import, I bought your album Between Moral and Fashion for Mata Im Esrim Shekel. And in euro, we are talking about 55 euro, which was a huge amount of money for a poor 14 year old in 2000. Yes. I still love this album. Thank you. 
Uh, you talked about before Hey Hey Mal Israel, which uh, is a lovely song and I will play it here. Also, jungalero, which yeah. means bullshit. <laughs> about this album uh, we thought it we will be very successful I don't know uh, now it's looking very foolish in the end it started with me and guy guy we were uh, walking in my house every night until the morning writing songs then when, when we decided to record we did it uh, we were lo- took a lot of time in the studio so we were working about on these songs uh, that I, we wanted to do kind of perfect songs you know like Petro boys or something that They are sophisticated, but but also danceable. But I think all this scandal of the Eurovision and people that like uh, framed us as uh, as a bad joke and provocators, you know, the album didn't get any attention. People just the the company like fired us. I think uh, after the Eurovision, should the, the single of Mar Israel should have go out if we win. But then the company, the label, really didn't like us. So he trashed all the singles. You know, they didn't want to pay money for sending them even to the radio. I hope that maybe you can help them and give them the link because you can hear it for free. You don't have to pay so much, 55 euro. But now uh, nowadays there was this uh, co- new cover to old stuff. It's another songs of the album. So I, I hope in somehow that people will somehow remember and have a new try to this album, maybe some years from now, you know, because I think it should get more attention uh, than it, what it got. <laughs> song Skenim that we just heard, you sing that when you get old you will travel to Sweden. Yes, and we wrote it before the Eurovision, it was very funny. Oh, very welcome. Uh, this CD we are talking about only sold thousand copies, I heard. Yeah, something like that. I think even less, you know. They print 1,000. I think nowadays it's like uh, 1,000, it's not so bad in Israel, but that time it was very bad, you know. Mm. Because also they invest a lot of money on it, you know, they ju- I told you about the m- many studio hours, people like they lose a lot of money for doing this album. 
but now it's on Spotify and we will we will put a link on our Facebook so people can hear the whole album. How was it to go back to Israel with only seven points and nearly a last place in the final? Did you felt like a defeated politician? Somehow, but also I'm really, really I'm really regular to defeats, you know, all my life. So for me, it's like more natural. It's more my life is from losing to losing, you know. So and I'm happy with that, you know. I think you know, I'm like one of the most happier people people in the world. So I think it's not about uh, successful people. It's not about uh, somebody that is not losing. It's about something that is like stand up. Uh, very fast after he's losing and take the dust and keep walking you know this is a success for me you know because losing i'm i can got kind of a curse that everything i do is uh, losing but but if you ask people i'm i really am not i'm really in a good situation so but i'm losing always you know also, also my books are not selling and my music nobody put it in the radio Enjoy my life. <laughs> Are you friends today with your old bandmates? Yeah, especially uh, with Guy Guy. I was just talking with him today, and uh, Ahal I sing for from time to time. And yeah, in fact, I I'm less connected to her because she's mother, so she's less going, you know, in the streets of Tel Aviv. But when I see her, I'm very happy. You know, we didn't fight each other, you know, but. We we had some uh, kind of separation. Have you performed the song Sameach since 2000? I don't think so. It was a good song for Eurovision, but it's not my favorite song. I like the C part, of course, but also the the producing. It's like this kind of touches of the piano in the songs. It's, they are really special, and this is something that's not connected to me. It's like the producing. So it's like history, you know, for me. It's like to do it now. It's like to do a cover songs. It's like Like a hal song did to today, Skenim. So it was also like a cover song to Skenim. You know, it's like somebody else's songs. Are you still proud of your statement you did in Eurovision? Yes, um, very, uh, very proud. You know, I think you should have. We didn't want to hurt anybody. Just opposite to promote peace. I, I still didn't understand why people are angry about it. You know, people that want peace with a neighboring country, like. You are from Sweden, like to do peace with a girl from Denmark or for a guy from Denmark. What what's the problem, you know? So, but in Israel they took it very bad, and I'm, I'm sorry for that because it's like uh, it was very nice. People were also angry about us. They were so I don't want. It's like weird that you wanted to do something very good and people are angry uh, because also I believe still I still believe in all the messages that we try to show people the gay love for uh, peace with uh, Syria and make fun with cucumbers and believe in orgasms you know something like that uh, orgasm politics so we still I still believe in these uh, values. I will do it again, but I, I don't want to hurt people. So if there was some way to do it without hurting, it was better. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that Gayasif lost his work at Haaretz because of. Yes, he he was working not in Haaretz, he working in the IBA. In the he was working as an editor of a culture program in the Israeli broadcasting agency, 
And I was also, I had a little uh, sketch I did every week in like a musical program that I interviewed uh, musicians, weird musicians. Then they fired us because they want to show that they are really angry and, you know, but it's okay, you know. For me, it wasn't like uh, a big money anyway, you know. But uh, w- were there any other replicas of this? Uh, there were not much. We have our friends, so in with our friends, we were... Uh, We were okay, but uh, but this I think were the worst thing that happened. But it's not so bad. We were everything was much cheaper that time, you know. So it wasn't such a problem. And and guy guy also had his work in the newspaper that he kept and me, you know. So it wasn't like something that we lose lost our main salary. I travel to Israel time to time, and I love to go to Tel Aviv. And I really hope that I will see you reunite. Someday. Nice. <laughs> we are not against like comebacks or something. We are not enough popular, you know, we like to do it. It's stupid to do a, a, a comeback when 10 people will come, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's very ping pong to do. It's 20 years ago that you performed Samer on the stage in yeah. uh, Stockholm. I really hope that uh, you will get an opportunity to uh, be uh, more remembered in a good way. Than you have. I'm Israel Chai, and I think we should end this interview with Gaia Sif's important words from the stage in 2000. Peace! Peace! We keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you.